Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. It has been a long day. I have been travelling back from the lowlands of Scotland to the highlands of Scotland, a good five hours in the car today. And so I am late getting to my podcast. But I had this planned out because I, on my travels down, was listening to the Hidden Brain podcast with Shankar Vedanta. It was called What We Gain From Pain. We've all heard this, haven't we? You know, we've all no pain, no gain. We've all heard what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is another one of those mantras as well. And on some level, I think there is some truth in this. And certainly it's the trope or the thing that I have kind of settled with on my own mind in terms of that when you think about it, all the people in the podcast come with a story and most of those stories have a fall, have a point where they are at their lowest point and they have to build their way out of it. And so in some sense or some way, it has made them stronger. But the question I still have is, is it necessary? Do we really need to go through trauma in order to grow. Now the question here is interesting and certainly it's not fully covered in the podcast that I listened to. What was what did come out of that that conversation was this idea that actual fact trauma does a couple of things. You don't necessarily grow from trauma, but what it can do, it can increase your empathy. And so that you are more aware of other people's situations because of the trauma that you've been through. Ah, logical, really. You know, when, you, when you've been somewhere, you recognise the damage, don't you? So you can do something about it yourself if you have the energy and the power to do so. What is interesting when we explore where these things come from, you know, it's this thing about the superhero stories. They are so endemic in our society. They came from American culture. But they're now in every culture because of the films and things that really push this idea of there is a hero of every story. And the hero's journey is the work, it's the work of graves. And that, that kind of sense that we are all the unsung hero or the hero of our own story. And it is a trope, for want of a better word, but, but I think there's some value in it in terms of that it's back to this thing I, I, I harp on a lot in that we need a story to believe in. We need something to, that holds the framework of our life together that we can move forward. And the predominant one in society at the moment is this idea of the hero and this idea that we are, we can be the hero, we can be the individualist hero. And that's the point, I guess, is because our society, certainly the Western society, the US society, most of the UK, most of Europe have this sense that individualism is important. When you look at Russia and you look at the likes of China, individualism is not so important. But where it is, then the hero's journey is relevant. But the point about it is, is okay, so it's this idea of post-traumatic growth, the idea of that trauma happens and we grow out of that trauma. 
And certainly, as I said already, the podcast is highlights all of those people that have had various issues in their life and they've grown out of them. They've created change. They've, they've moved on. They've changed the story. They've created a new story. They've grown out of this opportunity that challenge that life has thrown at them. They find a way of using it in a positive context. I set this podcast up and of course the guests I look for, the profile of the guests I look for, fits that profile. So it's not necessarily true. Maybe we don't need to to grow out of trauma. Maybe we can just choose to grow. Ah, what a concept. But here's the thing. I think the reason why growth out of trauma is more popular is because the human brain is notoriously lazy. A lot of energy is used in the brain. And the brain looks for shortcuts. And as a, and it's a kind of human condition to find shortcuts. And so if there's an option not to grow, not to change, because we kind of like the idea that life stays constant, then there's very little to push against, very little for us to, to there's little desire to push against. It's only when something comes in that forces our hand, that pushes us in that direction, do we find the impetus to get over the obstacles and make a move. And that's why trauma is so effective, because it gives us no option. Well, it puts us in the position of making the choice. Now, there is a point here. If the person experiencing the trauma does not have the tools, the mental tools to pull out of it, then the choice to head into the victim place and to accept the trauma and not change is right there in front of them. And you see this in terms of people that experience trauma after trauma after trauma. And you could say, ah, oh, you know, life gave them a shit hand. They had no, they had no way out of this. And I'm not saying I, I know either one way or the other. But it is when we make the commitment to move out of something that we create opportunity so that we can move out of it. There's the famous books from Viktor Frankl, who was a um, an inmate, a prisoner in a concentration camp in Germany. And he was a psychologist. And he recognised that even though he had no control over his surroundings and he had no control over anything that happened to him, the one thing he could control was his thinking and how he reacted to the things that happened around him. And he went on to write books about this and he was able, because of that capacity, to be resilient in the face of adversity in a concentration camp. And I think that's a very special quality. It's a very special quality to, to be able to think like that. And it's something that we have to nurture in some way. And that's that's my perspective. I, I, I have had... A relatively good life. I've not had a lot of trauma in my life. There have been times when it's been rough, difficult, but by contrast to some of my podcast guests, I haven't had the trauma that some people have. And to some level, I felt guilty about the fact I haven't had that level of trauma. Not that I'm inviting it, I have to add. And so that's why I kind of add opposition into my own life. That's why I run, because running for me is hard. And it gives me an opposition, something to push against, something to feel good that I can push against. 
in some ways, that's why the cold water therapy that people do, like they, you know, dunking dunking themselves in the water every day in cold water, or or having the cold shower every morning. Again, it's another thing about having control over something that is really, really difficult to do, and doing it every day to prove that you can. And those kind of things do create resilience in the mind. They do actually make us move forward. So the question remains unanswered. Is it possible to have gain without pain? And I think it is. But I think you've got to choose it. You've got to make sure that you are resilient enough to choose to move forward even when you're comfortable. And saying that I know a number of entrepreneurs who specialize in making themselves uncomfortable because they know when they are in when they're in discomfort they will move heaven and earth so to speak to bring back that balance so there's a lot to be said for this and I guess it's a question about what your primary drivers are if you need opposition to be driven then find opposition if you can choose to be driven without it or power to your elbow because you clearly do not need pain to find gain and that's it for my very short quick podcast this week I've done this pretty much in one take because I haven't got a lot of time and it's literally very late if you are looking for positive solutions to take you forward in life there is nothing better from my perspective than starting with the five podcast questions Because when you understand what you are passionate about, how you define success, where you are contributing to yourself and others, what is the one question that you want want people to ask themselves? And what's the meaning of it all? When you have answers to those five questions, you do have the basis of a good life. And for motivation, focus and moving yourself forward, that is a slightly different thing. But just imagine if you are inspired by what you're doing, then motivation comes naturally. And if you want to find more out, find out more about that and some guidance on that one, do check out the website at lifepassionandbusiness.com where you will find a resource that will help you do that. It's called The Five Questions Workbook and Ebook, and you can find it at the resource tab at lifepassionandbusiness.com it's 12.99 and i think it's money very very well spent and that is it for me for this sunday evening thank you so much for your time and attention and now it's time for me to get some sleep all the best catch you next time